Welcome to another episode of What's the Biz with Liz. I'm your host. Is it host? Hostess? Funny story about hostess. I used to be in a party crew. It was called, you guessed it, the Hostess Ladies. And um, the reason we were the hosts, <laughs> this ladies, was because uh, the guys, they were called hostess. And it's because we had two dudes on the crew. Oh, God. That were named Cupcake and Twinkie. So, you know, the hostess. Anyways, I am your host slash hostess, Liz with the Biz. And today we are going to be talking about perception. It is raining right now, so I hope that you can kind of hear that. And it's like soothing and relaxing because rain has always been soothing and relaxing for me. I'm trying to not to move as much. Because I recorded this and there was a lot of movement. So we're going to take, this is take two. So we are going to be talking about perception and how people perceive us, view us. Um, especially the people who are closest to us, our friends, our families, our loved ones. And what I found out that what I found out was basically it's such a stark contrast to how we view ourselves. So the idea for this um, came to me like all you know, all ideas come to us these days. Let's be honest. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a hundred. It came to me from a meme. I saw this meme that basically said or read um, that there are different versions of us living simultaneously in different people's heads. And... To some certain extent, all of these versions are are true. This is how this person and your interaction with this person has affected the person viewing you. I don't know if that part made sense, but we're going to continue. Um, I always think it's it was very interesting to see how people would view you people how people how people perceive you how people think of you what do they think when they think of you how do they describe you to other people so i decided to ask everyone if you were to describe me in three words what would they be and um a couple of my friends just decided to say crazy, crazy, and crazy. And I was a little, I was like, okay, I don't think I'm crazy. I don't think I've done anything in my life to warrant the title crazy, you know? Um, I, I could have been in certain situations, but I always, I always feel like I chose 
to not act crazy. But I think where that stems from is I'm very emotional and everything that I do or don't do is driven and connected to emotion. So I think it was like Edgar Allan Poe that stated, um, I was never insane except when it came to matters of the heart. And I might have that, I might have botched that whole thing, but I I completely agree. And um, so I'll you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna take that little assessment of myself, and you know I agree. I'm a little I'm a little crazy. <laughs> so um, other friends have mentioned that I'm just gonna read it off. Um, loyal, thoughtful, and funny. I feel like this is a this is a very accurate statement. I am very loyal. Um, I I feel like I'm very thoughtful. Um, I try to put everything again. It's driven by emotion, so everything means something to me. And what I mean by that is, like, I love to give gifts. Like that is my jam like I don't know why because um you know the five lung like the lung languages the five love languages receiving gifts or you know getting gifts it makes me super awkward I don't really like receiving gifts but the way that I show affection and you know love and all of that is I tend to give gifts and I tend to give what I like to think are thoughtful gifts so everything is thought out so even from the wrapping paper, um, if someone mentions something once, um, I like someone really loved horses. So I made sure to get like this really pretty um, equestrian wrapping paper from Etsy. It was a little expensive. But um, and then they like the color green. And so the ribbon was green. You know what I mean? Like I like to put a lot of thought into that. So I agree with that as well. Funny, if I do say so myself. And according to other people, I'm, I'm pretty funny. I'm pretty funny. Um, another friend said that I was corny funny, which I was like, I, don't, I didn't think so. But I guess the things that make me chuckle and giggle, they can be perceived as, fun, as corny. Anyways, moving right along. Um, another friend used resilient, loyal to a fault, and emotionally driven, and I completely agree with all of that as well. I am very resilient. Um, anything that happens to me or happens around me or... I've any unfortunate things um I've always I've always built myself back up even stronger than before because I always feel like this is happening for a reason I need to feel these emotions and I need to feel what life is teaching me at this moment and even though it's painful and gut-wrenching I will get through it I will be okay and I will 
the crazy thing is, in my head, I always justified everything by saying, I'm going to write about this one day. Or when I talk to my patients, I'm going to be able to relate to them on a deeper level because I've felt X, Y, and Z. And so that's how I get through most of the things that happen to me because, uh, yeah, some shit, some shit has happened. Um, she said I was loyal to a fault. Um, I agree with that. I tend to stay very loyal in situations where people aren't as loyal to me. And I'm learning how to see who is worth that and who's not. We're all a work in progress, I believe. And the last part, which is emotionally driven, I am very, very emotionally driven. We've discussed this a couple of times. I think that's loud. I don't know if you, I don't know if it's going to pick up. So, I mean, I guess when I hear this back. Um, moving right along, I also got intelligent, smart, witty, self-aware, unique, and I, I'm glad that I'm perceived as smart because sometimes, sometimes I worry about myself, <laughs> but I guess I come off like book smart. And that's what I would categorize myself. I, I'm a little more book smart than I am street smart. I have a little street smart, but I don't think I'm that smart. Witty, uh, I get that. I'm funny. I'm quick-witted. I could come with jokes. You know? Um, self-aware. That was an interesting one. Um, I feel like it's taken me a really long time to get to this point. Because um, there was a lot of times when I wasn't so self-aware. But I think that after all of my experiences, I kind of... is so cliche and corny, but it's like I kind of discovered myself and like what I have to offer and... And I came to the realization that there's not a lot of people like me, you know, and there's not a lot of people with like my drive, my heart, my the way I care about people. Like, it's just I haven't seen a lot of that. So all of those experiences make me more self-aware and then unique yeah, well, there's only one of me. I knew that. <laughs> there's only one of this, whatever this train wreck slash is. And thank goodness for that. Because, man, there was another Liz out here trying to... Oh, my God. Poor girl. Poor girl. But I think that my, fav- my favorite, and it comes from... I knew she, I knew this person was going to knock it out the park because they themselves are a writer. And her three words were 
passionate, intuitive, and beautifully dramatic. And I was like, well, dang. I am very passionate. I am very intuitive. And I tend to go with my intuition a lot. Like, there's a saying that goes... You can't always trust your head or your heart, but you can always trust your gut. And and beautifully dramatic. I am very dramatic. I have a flair for the dramatics. I have been known to cause several, several scenes. Again, it's all tied to being emotionally driven. But, um, the majority, I'm sorry, I had a hiccup. The majority of these responses were super kind. And I'm not as kind sometimes to myself. Um, and I wouldn't have described myself using these words. I would have probably gone more... To the pessimistic kind of side of myself and I'm super hard on myself because I've always I always feel like I could be doing more I'm not doing enough um, I'm not enough for my family or my friends and I'm kind of tough on myself in that regard and even my dog like I feel like I should be doing so much more for him and to hear the like these really sweet thoughts and how people actually perceive and view me was was super flattering a and then b it just it just reaffirms the fact that no matter how hard we are on ourselves the people around us are around us and love us and our our friends and continue to stay in our lives for a reason and this wasn't about you know feeding my ego or anything egotistical or anything like that it was just it was just an experiment to see what these people that you value so much think about you and the reason that they're friends with you for this long because I've known most of these people for over over like seven seven years and so it's just always good to take a step back and hear some kind things from the people you love and we need to learn how to not be so hard on ourselves all the time it's exhausting I know I know, and I implore you to ask people what are three things they would, you know, what are three words they would use to describe you, and it's very informative, it's very, a lot of them called me out on some of my not so great emotional dramatic behaviors. But most of it was super kind. And 
I think that's it for this episode of What's the Biz with Liz. It was a social experiment. And I feel like you guys should go ahead and do that yourselves. It's always nice to see. There's that saying that goes, I wish you could see yourself through my eyes. And I think this is a perfect way for you to do that. And that's it for this episode of What's the Biz with Liz. Okay, bye.